We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. Here's a quote that inspired the ire of dozens of people on my social media this past week. Today's politicians dismiss the average citizen as ignorant. They have made themselves into a ruling class that now dominates and encroaches ever more into our lives' most intimate details. And this is why millions of Americans want the ruling class off of America's back. Close quote, Angelo Cotavella. I'm going to discuss this and more on today's rebellion. Good morning and welcome to today's rebellion. Thank you so much to all of you who are listening in on a routine basis. I appreciate your loyalty and I appreciate you telling other people to listen in. Thank you for copying and pasting links to your favorite episodes and getting it out there in your social media, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, Truth, MeWe, Gittergab, whatever you use, all of the above, thank you for pushing the rebellion out and letting other people know about it. I want to remind you that if you listen on radio, KOKL radio, that if uh, you want to go back and review an episode of The Rebellion, it's easy to do. Just go out there to the podcasts. Uh, it's cited as The Rebellion with Dr. Everett Piper. You can pick it up on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, etc. So, and if you do that, uh, I'd be remiss to not remind you that I'd appreciate a five-star rating so that you can help us improve our algorithms and gain more traction for the rebellion. Thank you. So today's show, I'm going to talk about an excellent book that was given to me by a friend who actually served at our United States Capitol as a chief of staff or a congressman there. This friend actually asked me if I had ever read the book, The Ruling Class, by Angelo Cotavella. Angelo Cotavella. It's actually got an introduction written by Rush Limbaugh. It was published in 2010. I had not read that book, so my friend actually bought me a copy as a gift and sent it to me. I'm going through it right now. It's an excellent book. And that's the book from which I took that quote that I used as the introduction to the show. I'm going to read the quote to you again, and then I want to discuss some of the excellent points that Angelo Cotavella makes in his book, The Ruling Class, How They Corrupted America and What We Can Do About It. One more time, if you want to go out and buy the book, and I encourage you to do so. The Ruling Class, How They Corrupted America and What We Can Do About It. When you hear the quotes that I'm going to share with you today, what this professor actually argued back in 2010 when he, when he penned these words, when he published this book, when he challenged us to recognize that we were giving our freedoms up to a minority, a very small minority of people that fancy themselves our betters, who think they're smarter than us. When Hillary Clinton started calling us a basket of deplorables, when Barack Obama started suggesting that we were ignorant folk clinging to our God and our guns, 
that were Bible thumpers, that were right-wing religious wingnuts. All of these pejorative labels that they started putting on us. And then a few years later, you heard others calling us rubes and laughing at us and mocking us. Anybody who dared to support President Trump's defense of freedom, well, you guys are just idiots. You're thoughtless. You're stupid. You're ignorant. And you can't be trusted to run your own lives. We're going to tell you how to do everything. We're going to tell you how to eat. We're going to tell you where you can shop. We're going to tell you how far you need to stand in line when you're waiting for services. We're going to tell you everything. We're going to tell you what you have to wear on your face in order to be safe. We're going to govern you. We're going to rule you. You are not smart enough to do it yourselves. You, just, you, can't, you can't be given freedom, you, you know, because you don't know how to you don't know how to make use of that freedom in a productive way for the good of everybody around you you're going to kill the planet you're going to kill your neighbor we're the smart ones we need to protect you from yourself this is what is going on today this is the world view that those of us who believe in constitutional liberty and individual freedoms this is the conflict. This is the culture war, if you will. They're going to tell us everything. They're going to rule. But Angelo Cotavella actually predicted this back in 2010. He wrote this book in 2010, and it's prophetic. It's a very prescient work, and that's what I'm going to discuss in today's rebellion. So let's take a break, and when I get back, we'll talk about the ruling class and how they have corrupted America and what we can do about it. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. Angela Cotavella's book, The Ruling Class, that's the subject for today's show. And I want you to hear what he says. Rush Limbaugh actually went through this book some 10 years ago. And you know the interesting thing, sidebar here, when I posted this, I got hundreds, uh, you know, I'm thinking three or 400 likes to the post, of me just holding a copy of this book in my hand with a couple quotes from the book. Well, immediately, in spite of those 400 likes on my Facebook post, I started getting dozens of people, I guess they're trolling me, I don't know where they even came from, who immediately dismissed the book. You know why? Oh, they dismissed it. This is a joke. This is just propaganda. I can't believe you would read this, and I can't believe that you would actually recommend anyone else do the same. You're an idiot, and anybody reading this book is a fascist pig. I mean, this is the kind of stuff I was getting from people who disagreed with the book. And you know why? Not because they've read the book. I mean, who, who can disagree that we shouldn't be ruled by a bunch of oligarchs and elites, that we should actually have individual liberty and personal freedom? You would think that progressives and liberals would actually agree with that post, wouldn't you? Oh, no. Oh, no. They disparaged it out of hand. And do you know why? Because Rush Limbaugh wrote the foreword. And on the cover of the book, it says that foreword by Rush Limbaugh. So immediately, these progressives started trashing these ideas without even considering the ideas. The only thing that they could resort to was an ad hominem attack, an attack of the person. Tear down Rush Limbaugh 
and associate me and anybody else that would dare read this book with Rush Limbaugh, this fascist, this bigot, this hateful man. They don't even address the ideas of Cotevella's book, and they won't even address the ideas of Rush Limbaugh, or my ideas, or yours. They resort to fallacious arguments of tearing down the person. They shoot the messenger that they don't like, and they don't even know why they don't like him. They can't explain it. He's just a he's just a bad guy. Well, why is he a bad guy? Well, he's just a bad guy. He's a bigot. Well, why is he a bigot? Well, he's just a bad guy. He's a bigot. He's he's intolerant. Well, why is he intolerant? Well, he's just a bad guy. He's a bigot. He's intolerant. He doesn't believe in inclusivity. And you just keep backing him down and asking him, well, why? Asking him, why? Why do you all believe that? They can't tell you why. It's all an attack of the person. Because if they actually start dealing with the ideas that Rush Limbaugh has, or the ideas that Cotevella writes about, or your ideas or my ideas, that's when they're walking on thin ice. That's when it cracks, and that's when they fall in because they can't defend themselves in a good debate. So it's a distraction. All they do is attack, 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 ridicule, call people names, because that's the way the ruling class retains its power. Okay, let's deal with some of these quotes. I'm going to go back over the first one. Today's politicians dismiss the average citizen as ignorant. Just listen to that. He wrote this in 2010. Today's politicians dismiss the average citizen, the average man, the working class, the blue-collar guy, the farmer, the rancher, the truck driver. They dismiss all of us as ignorant. They have made themselves into a ruling class that now dominates and encroaches evermore into our lives' most intimate details. Okay, this was before COVID, but look how they intruded into our lives' most intimate details. Everything, everything. They were telling us how to live even within the four walls of our home. Don't forget that. They told us to isolate and quarantine ourselves in different rooms within our own home. And if they could have surveilled us, and tracked us within our own homes by a chip or by some other form of technology, they would have done it. Who listening to me right now could refute the fact that they would have done it? Oh, it's all to keep you safe. Because you know COVID's going to kill us all. And being safe is much more important than your individual freedom. You know, you stupid people need to understand the value, the priority, the primacy of safety over everything else. Better to be red, better to be socialist, better to be controlled, better to be communist, better to be red than dead, right? That's what we've been told for the last two years plus. And unfortunately, millions of us bought the lie. But Cotevella goes on and he says this, this is why millions of Americans, the country class, he calls us, He's calling it the ruling class versus the country class. Millions of Americans in the country class, the two-thirds of the people who embody the ideas and habits that made America the world's envy, want the ruling class off of America's back. Close quote. Angelo Cotevella. He's a professor from Boston. He wrote this in 2010. I want you to listen to some more. Listen to this. The ruling class is keener to reform the American people's family and spiritual lives than their economic ones. 
its contempt for any opposition is so patent. The ruling class teaches that relationships among mothers and fathers and children are contingent on the state. It effectively abolishes the presumption of parental authority. Parents are not allowed to object. The ruling class's assumption is that what it mandates for children is correct, ipso facto, while what parents do is potentially abusive. Close quote. Now, think of that in light of what's going on in these parental rights bills, such as the one in Florida, or the one here in Oklahoma that Senator Standridge drafted that was shot down by everyone. And the interesting thing is that Senator Standridge was actually leading the way. His bill here in Oklahoma was essentially the template for the Florida bill that has passed their House and Senate there. But the Republicans in Oklahoma shot it down. Don't you have to ask yourself, are we really, are we really a conservative state in Oklahoma if Republicans, I say that in quotation marks, Republicans will actually shoot down and hang Senator Standridge out to dry when he writes a bill giving parents authority over their children in our local schools? Again, that's all he's doing. He's saying that parents should have the authority. They should have the authority as to what your kids are being taught. And if you don't think they're being taught the right priorities, like 2 plus 2 equals 4, that biology has some facts that you need to attend to, and that denying those biological facts does not make you pro-science, it makes you a science denier. If parents want to be the final word on the morality that their children are being taught, you know, what things are good and right and real and true and beautiful and how you should behave accordingly within those things. If parents want to be the ultimate authority over their children when they're in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, and upward, then parents surely have the right to be that authority, don't they? That's all Senator Standridge was doing, and that's all the parental rights bill in Florida does. But again, listen to this quote from Cotavella, the ruling class teaches that relationships among mothers and fathers and children are contingent on the state. It effectively abolishes the presumption of parental authority. Parents are not allowed to object. The ruling class's assumption is that what it mandates for children is correct, ipso facto. It's just correct. It's the right thing. How dare you challenge it? It's just, it's just a fact. It, 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 anybody who's challenging it must be a deplorable, thoughtless, ignorant rube. Somebody who's clinging to his God and his guns. Somebody who actually believes the Bible is, uh, is a good book. The good book. A book that actually has changed the world for good. A book that has the good news, the gospel. A book that's true. Oh, you guys are just so foolish and ignorant for believing any of that. We the smart folks, we, you know, the 5%, the 10% of the smart folks are going to have to take over. We're going to have to take over because you guys can't be trusted. The ruling class's assumption is that what it mandates for children is correct, ipso facto, while what parents do is potentially abusive. We're not going to let you abuse your kids with that biblical stuff, that, that uh, uh, sexual morality stuff. We're not going to let you... Um, focus 
on teaching them how to count and how to read and how to write when they're in kindergarten and third grade. No, we think they, your kids, they, your kids, need to be exposed to a little bit of sex education that opens up their eyes to the wonders and the beauties of the rainbow and trans identity. And that if they think that they're a male, when they're not, they're a female, that that's who they are, and they should have the right as an eight-year-old to start defining themselves. This is the lunacy of this ruling class, and we've been asleep at the switch. We've been the frog in the kettle. The water is being turned up, the heat. The water is boiling, and we need to recognize we're being cooked alive. Fortunately, some people are starting to see it. The Virginia election is one of these examples. Hopefully, this Florida bill is another example. I was on a show yesterday where I was asked by the host, is this a turning point? Are people waking up? And I said, I hope so. Is the Florida parental rights bill evidence that people are waking up? I said, I hope so. I hope they are, because if you don't wake up, if you don't recognize that it's not just Florida, it's in your own backyard, then our culture is lost. If they can start controlling your kids in kindergarten, through third grade and take your parental authority away because what you're doing is potentially abusive, quote unquote, then our culture is lost. And so are your kids. Another quote here, at stake are the most important questions. Now listen to this. This is an excellent quote from Angelo Cotavella. At stake are the most important questions. What is the right way for human beings to live? By what standard is anything true or good? Who gets to decide what? Explicit in the ruling class, explicit in the ruling class's actions is the dismissal of the answers that most Americans would give to these questions. The dismissal of the American people's intellectual, moral, and spiritual assumptions is the very heart of the ruling class. It knows things. The ruling class knows things and operates by standards beyond others' comprehension. They claim moral authority as priests of what they claim are ultimate truths. Close quote. You get that one? <laughs> At stake. He's telling you, ten year, more than 10 years ago, 2010, he's telling you, Cotevella is telling you, Rush Limbaugh was affirming it. In 2010, that at stake are the most important questions. Was anybody listening? I mean, I was at Oklahoma Wesleyan at the time, and I was screaming to the high heavens, at stake are the most important questions. And I'm screaming to the high heavens to this day, at stake are the most important questions. What is right? What is the right way for human beings to live? By what standard is anything true or good? Who gets to decide? Explicit in the ruling class's actions is the dismissal the dismissal of the answers that most Americans, you rubes, you deplorables, us, the truck drivers, the blue-collar folks, the ranchers, the farmers, the answers that most Americans would give to these questions, that's what's at stake. The dismissal of the American people's intellectual, moral, and spiritual assumptions is the very heart of the ruling class's paradigm. That's their worldview, to dismiss you, to ignore you, to control you, to rule you. They claim moral authority as priests, as priests in the temple of of their postmodern arrogance. The cult of COVID, the priesthood of the progressives, this is the nature of the ruling class. They alone can tell us what 
will be and will not be the ultimate truths. What is or is not right and wrong, they will decide. Here's another quote. The enlightened of the ruling class know that ordinary people can no longer be trusted with reason any more than they can be trusted with guns because ordinary people will pervert reason. And science is science only in the right hands. Consensus among the right people is the only standard of truth. Facts and logic matter only insofar as a proper authority acknowledges them. Close quote. By identifying science and reason with themselves, our ruling class delegitimizes opposition. Thus the ruling class goes about disaggregating and dispiriting the ruled. Close quote. Angelo Cotavella. <laughs> Maybe I could just summarize that quote by saying, Anthony Fauci, these, these arrogant scientists, Francis Collins, Anthony Fauci telling Rand Paul, another medical doctor, Senator, you don't know what you're talking about, close quote. And then Anthony Fauci telling all of us, I am science, close quote. That's the kind of opposition we have. And then Francis Collins being caught on a mic, mocking conservative Christians for elevating personal freedom to a highest good, suggesting that your freedom is not biblical. Mocking conservative Christians as if you're just stupid because you think freedom is a biblical priority. Francis Collins, and he did this as he was being interviewed by some of your evangelical leaders like Russell Moore. They're mocking you because they're in the ruling class. Even in your church, Russell Moore, Francis Collins, these people consider you stupid because the enlightened of the ruling class know that ordinary people can no longer be trusted with reason any more than they can be trusted with guns. Ordinary people will pervert reason. You're not very smart. You'll pervert reason. And science is science only in the right hands. You can't even be trusted to do a little reading, do a little research, and raise your hand and say, wait a second, that doesn't sound like science to me. Uh, I've read a lot here, and I've read a lot that says masks don't work. But the science says they're very ineffective. And there's some stuff out there that suggests the vaccines have some side effects. Oh, and how can you tell me that the vaccines are scientifically safe longitudinally when they haven't been around long enough to be tested longitudinally? And how about global warming? Wait a second, I see evidence that the temperatures of the earth are not warming nearly, nearly as much, if at all, like we were warned some 20 years ago by by all of these alarmists from Al Gore on down. And didn't, didn't uh, we find that the International Committee on Climate actually 
fudged its data and tried to suppress contrary research? Why would they do that if science is science and if the facts can stand the test of logic and reason? No, no, you're too stupid to ask those questions. You just don't understand that science is science only in the hands of the right people, the ruling class, and that they're the ones through the consensus of their small little enclave. They're the ones who will decide what the standards of truth are and are not. You know, facts and logic matter only, only when proper authority acknowledges them. Don't you know that? By identifying science and reason with themselves, our rulers delegitimize any opposition. Okay, that's Angela Cotavella again. I am science, Anthony Fauci. Senator Paul, you don't know what you're talking about? Does it sound like he just identified science with himself and he delegitimized? I'll say that again. Delegitimized the opposition by saying that other medical doctors don't know what they're talking about? Your, your opposition is not legitimate? <sighs> Let's go to another quote. I'll deal with this more in tomorrow's show, too. Today's ruling class has a narrow, uniform set of ideas, as well as a secular canon of sacred myths, saints, sins, and ritual language. The class... The class's chief pretension is its intellectual superiority. The class's chief pretension is its intellectual superiority. Its members claim to know things that the common herd cannot. You're just like animals. You're just a herd. You're a common beast that needs to be confined, controlled, neutered, spayed, you need to be geld the stallion, lest the stallion be fruitful and actually think for himself and reproduce these bad ideas and these terrible ways of living. The ruling class confuses its own opinions with science, says Cotavella. While most Americans pray, listen to this, and we'll conclude with this in today's show. While most Americans pray to the God who created us in his own image, our ruling class prays to themselves as saviors of the planet and shapers of mankind in their own image. While the ruling class thinks that Americans are unfit to run their own lives, most Americans have noticed that our ruling class has screwed up about everything it's ever touched, from the economy to international affairs. They've run our nation into unpayable debt. Our money is nothing but monopoly money now. We are at greater risk we are at greater risk of World War III than we've been in decades, obviously. You can't afford to put gas in your car. But the ruling class knows that your children should be encouraged to consider their trans identity over and above any of these other minor issues of life, like freedom of worship, freedom of expression, and freedom to read and make your own decisions. We'll talk about this and more in tomorrow's show. Just remember, in times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. And I'm Dr. Piper, and this is The Rebellion.